You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The freezing of Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich's UK assets has sent shockwaves through the football world because for nearly two decades now, Abramovich has owned Chelsea Football Club. It was a club that was floundering, but a club that his money and vision has helped Chelsea become one of the most successful teams in Europe, never mind England. And ahead of today's game against Newcastle, let's see what it means to the fans that aside from the billions are the most important part of any football team. With me now, a season ticket holder, Clive Williams, who also happens to be my brother. Clive, thanks for speaking to me. Uh, you were going to be in a very, you were going to be in a very dodgy pub, but uh, apparently you couldn't get in. No, too busy, too busy. Exactly. And this is the last game when the ground's going to be full for quite a while, I think. No, no, it's not actually because the um, the Brentford, all the games that have been sold out. Yeah. They have to want that, so Brentford sold out, West Ham sold out. And I think after that, the restrictions apply. So anyone who's got a ticket is allowed to come. That's good news, because I thought it would just That's be you, you and a couple of other lunatics just sitting in the stands. Uh, season. No. But to be fair, you've got 28,000 season ticket holders, which is impressive. I remember you telling me about you and Chris, our late brother, going from your house in southwest London up to Stamford Bridge on a Friday, going to yeah. the ticket office and standing there, and you were, you were five and he was eight or something like that, and buying a ticket uh, for six. the... Yeah, six and nine. Yeah, six and eight. A six yes. and eight, okay. Well, six and eight, yeah, yeah, anyway. Anyway, you would go to the, the, the ticket office, buy your tickets, and the next game you would go to the ground and you would go to the shed end and you'd go in and obviously your little knobbly knee nippers and the crowd would put you on their shoulders and pass you down to the front. And I've always thought that Chelsea has been quite a sort of, although it's in a really posh part of London, it's a very community-based sort of working-class team, despite what's happened since then. I still think it's got that community feel about it. Is that, is that yeah, the atmosphere definitely. you're getting? Yeah, definitely, because um, it's like a mixed economy around here, isn't it? It's only been the last 20 or 30 years that it's become more elite. Mm. Before that, it was just associated with the King's Road, wasn't it? Yeah, and I can remember on uh, August the 15th, 1970, you might not remember it because you've been to so many hundreds of games. I remember you taking me to my first ever a proper football match. I'd been to see QPR in the second division, but uh, it was August the 15th, 1970, and Chelsea played Derby County on the opening game of the uh, then first division season. And Ian Hutchinson... Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. I no, don't exactly. remember well, that. Well, you're getting old, so, I mean, that, I, we can forgive yeah, you no, for well, that. Yeah, I take my grandsons now, so they, they started going when they were six. Um, they're not here today. Just as a side, there was supposed to be no, no drink or food here today, but it's all open, so that's good. So it's quite a normal day at the moment. Well, that is that is good, um, and and uh, normality, of course, will is a fleeting thing, and it, it won't stay normal for for a while. But I, again, going back to my first game, uh, when yeah. Chelsea beat Derby County two one, and Ian Hutchinson scored two goals, I just remember the the crowd, and it was a silly, it was sort of ramshackle stadium. Then you had that ridiculous north stand, uh, which was almost on stilts opposite the shed, the other end of the shed, and um, again, it was just as I said, a community sort of feel and even now uh, I still think the shed end which where you yeah, sit no, yeah. is, 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 is quite good where you just sit next to it it's, it's still got that uh, again community atmosphere yeah it hasn't, it hasn't really changed that much actually it's just got a bit um, bit more corporate and um, more women come now there's lots of women around us and families which is nice mm. and um, bearing in mind when we when I used to go there was 60,000 each game 
And now, now what, what's your capacity 41, now? 40,000 or something, isn't it? About 41,000, I think. Yeah. What happens now? Because if you go into administration, then just like Derby County, the team we were speaking about earlier on, actually, they went into no, administration so. and they, they got docked points. Do you think you're going to be docked points? No, I don't. No, I don't think we get docked points. Andy will be able to tell you more about that in a minute. But he's, um, he's gone he's to the bar. He's more intelligent than me. Yeah, uh, that's not difficult, but um, no, <laughs> no, but, but, but more seriously, are you fearful for the future of the club with which you're so emotionally um, attached? Yeah, am I fearful? Not really. I am, but I'm not. I'm not as shocked as I was that first day it was announced. Yes, I think it'll be okay. And I just wonder where it stops from here because if people are saying that Roman Abramovich has acquired his billions through illegal yeah, means, where does it stop? I mean, there should be some inquiry into certain other teams that have dubious sponsors. So it's a real shockwave for the English Premier League, I think. I hope it doesn't go that way, but it certainly yeah, seems well, that certain clubs have acquired their success through certain, not devious means, but uh, certain means that are called into question. Yeah, well, shouldn't shouldn't the Saudis being be held to account? Shouldn't um, Chinese owners? Shouldn't the um, most people who have got billions have acquired it illegally somehow, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, you're playing Newcastle and, today, and, for example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that is, I mean, that that is a stark example of a country that has to be called into question, and and it's owned by their public investment corporation. So yeah. it's an interesting game. It's a uh, Russia yeah, versus the Saudis. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. Who's your Do mate I... that I'm going to speak to? Yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy. He's dying to talk to you. Is he? Um, has he had yeah, a couple well, of pints? No, of no, he hasn't not. met you before, but um, <laughs> no, I've told him. He's got a nasty now. cough. Hey. Yeah. Oh, here he is. Okay, thank you, Clive. Hi there. Hello, Andy. Thanks, and uh, we can get some intelligent conversation. Uh, seriously, though, what do you what do you make of this? You're obviously a lifelong Chelsea supporter, and hopefully will continue to be so should the club exist as it does now in six months' time or whatever. But it is quite a sea change for Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, if you look back over our recent history since Roma was in charge, we seem to be changing managers every couple of years, and we've had some fabulous managers over the last 20 years. But the only thing that concerns me at the moment with all the turmoil, we must hold on to Tommy Tuchel. He's uh, an absolute legend already, in my view. Not because he won the European Cup, but his, but his ability to, to handle the questions he gets from the press to do with Roman and what's been going on has been absolutely first class. So it, it, he's a real shining light, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Other than that, it seems relatively normal here, I think. Well, good. I mean, normality will change because you've got a full house today and there will obviously be some chants from the Chelsea fans about Roman Abramovich. And on that note, do you support that? If, if, the, if the shed end, you're sitting near the shed end, I think, in the West End, if they start singing Roman Abramovich's name, what is your attitude towards those chants? It's just the wrong time. You know, we all appreciate what Roman actually did in terms of the club, but it's the wrong time to be doing that. We're, we're standing for the Ukraine rather than... Uh, the Russian oligarchs at the moment. So I hope too, not too much of that does go on. And certainly you don't want to hear my squeaky little voice singing anyway. No, well, hopefully you will be singing, although Newcastle are on a very, very hot streak at the moment. It's almost as though they were doomed to relegation and now they, they're almost clear. Are you fearful of them this afternoon? I expect a win, but they're a good side. You know, they, they've been a good side for some time. They just didn't work getting it together. But... Uh, New manager up there does seem to be doing a good job. So, no, I'm not fearful that we'll lose. I know that sounds a bit arrogant, but um, no, it'd be a good game. 
Yeah, it really is. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm watching it on Dutch television. Oh yeah, from the, from the from the south of Holland. So I won't understand what they're saying, and uh, but I, I, I will I will get the atmosphere, and I would imagine it will be a very very feisty atmosphere uh, between the two sets of supporters. Do you think that Chelsea Football Club will be able to retain its status? That, it's, that it enjoys at the moment with a fantastic German manager, as you said, TT, and all those players, people like Werner and Lukaku and all the others. Do you think it might... Is there a chance it might fall apart? I don't think it'll fall apart. Um, I think there is some loyalty there, which is a bit surprising. But whether we can maintain the standard we're at, at the moment... Well, maintaining the current standard, you know, third place in the league is... Is perhaps where we rightfully where we should be. You know, getting back to the top spot or even second is going to be more challenging going forward. You know, Roman has been quite willing to put his hand in his pocket when he's been required to do that. And any new manager, if we judge them by other teams, isn't going to be quite so keen to do that. I suspect. Yeah. It's going to be a fascinating time, I must say, and it has sent shockwaves, as I said in my introduction to, uh, with my brother, through the football world. Andy, thanks very much. I, I, I enjoyed your insight. Can you just put me back to Cliver as he had to sit down because of his age? <laughs> no, he's just brushing his hair. I'll pass you on. Nice talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> OK, cheers, Andy. Hello. Hello, Clive. That was great. You can hear the passion from both of you about uh, Chelsea Football Club, uh, which, as I've said in my introduction, that one of the most successful teams in Europe. And I'm going to, you'll be proud to know that I'm going to see them on Wednesday night in Lille for the second leg of the UEFA Champions League yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, um, told me, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, and uh, I'm very, very interested. I'm going to go to the, a couple of bars before the game and hopefully engage and interview a couple of Chelsea supporters. And I just, I'd be oh, very interested to see what their attitude is. And your uh, score prediction sure. before we go? 2-1 Chelsea? 2-1, uh, 2-1, 3-1. 2-1. 2-1 Chelsea. I agree what with you. What was Andy's prediction? What's your prediction, Andy, for the score? 3-0. 3-0, Andy. <laughs> Hopefully for Chelsea. Okay, <laughs> enjoy the game. Clive yeah, and Andy, thanks very much. Good see luck, soon. Chelsea. Bye. Cheers, bye. Bye. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.